Welcome to a very special edition of the Half Hill Report, coming to you live as we do every week from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. I'm your host, Tosh Mafuni, and rather than the regular format this week, we are very pleased to have a special guest in the studio, Floria Adrani. So, Floria, welcome yeah. to the Lazy Turnip. Welcome to the show. It's wonderful to be here. Uh, it, it's just, it's very exciting to have you here. We haven't had a guest uh, in a while, so we're uh, looking forward to talking to you and letting you get to know our listeners. This oh, is the first time we're meeting. Yes. So for me, first of all, again, welcome. So for me and for our listeners, why don't you tell us a little about yourself? Oh, well, um, my name is Floria. Just that one name. Um, I am a Dranai. I am currently serving Bastion in the Shadowlands. Um, when I was there last, uh, I happened to meet friend of yours, Vermek, um, and his cousin, Demesis, and her wife, Philly. And Velmec said that Lazy Turnipin was a great place to visit. Well, that's that's so exciting, and I'm so glad Velmec did. Actually, he he gave us uh, gave us a heads up. He he sent us a note and said you might be dropping by. And oh, of course, it's up there. That's very yeah quick. yeah it, it 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 did it it got here, and um, so we're I'm gonna we're just gonna kind of get to know each other here a bit. Um, oh, I would I, love that. I, I I do want to tell you um, uh, that uh, when I got the note from Velmec, uh, and of course Velmec and Demesis and Tilly and Eamon uh, and Jan and so many of the so many of our correspondents have been reporting from the Shadowlands, but um, I thought that this was a wonderful wonderful educational opportunity for our listeners here in Half Hill. So I asked the young Pandaren cubs who live in the area. Well, they're they're very curious about the Shadowlands. And uh, I asked them, I said, look, if you have questions about the Shadowlands for me to ask this very special guest, oh. why don't you give them to me? So I have a whole stack of questions here we're going to get to. Oh, that's wonderful. May I meet them I, later? You know what? I think that's going to be a great idea. Uh, as a matter of fact, when when we wrap up the show, let let's plan on having a little get together downstairs in the lazy turnip. I'm sure Leilan wouldn't mind, and Den Den would be more than happy to uh, more than happy to host us. That's a great idea. Oh, that would be wonderful. Then I'm sure the Cubs will be very excited to be. One thing, yes. um, you are carrying some fairly intimidating oh, oh, looking weapons. Oh, the sword, the sword, yes. Um if uh if if you need me to put away uh before meeting cubs, um I certainly can do that, yes. And and you're okay with that as as oh, yes. okay. All right. So we're we're gonna talk about your weapon and 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 who you are. Uh you are as, as I can tell from your appearance and and from what you know the note from Velmic, yeah. um, yes. I I'm gonna have you know I have questions of my own uh, about this. I've never actually met a Death Knight. You're the never? first Death Knight. No, the first Death Knight I've ever met. I lived a little bit of a sheltered life. Well, that's all right. And and you seem much more personable than oh. <laughs> I actually would have expected from a Death Knight. Well, you know, everybody has their own history. Um, you know, I I don't I don't hang out very much with other Death Knights. Um, we I don't spend much time in the Ebonhold. Uh, mostly, I am just out with friends. I have very great friends, a family of night elves, um, and so mostly uh, they are who I spend my time with, and they are very fun. So that's, uh, and and so I always got the impression that, you know, Death Knights just kind of hung, you know, hung out with other Death Knights. It was sort of a small, exclusive club. So I guess what I'm hearing from you is that's not necessarily true, is it? Well, it may be true for some. It may be true for the majority. Um, 
I, I am sort of a a a special case. Um, I I as far as I know, my memory is okay. So rolling back. So what happened is, um, sometime I believe during oh the third war with the burning legion right so i come to and i do not know where i am i do not know where i come from but i do know my name so we are having some luck there <laughs> so oh, my, wow. my, my name is faloria um and i can tell by weapons and armor i am carrying that yes i have training in great swords and plate armor so i am thinking oh i must have been very brave big warrior um but i do not remember uh where it comes from it is sort of like muscle memory it has the memory that i do not have personally in my brain so you have no memory of your life before what i guess awakening as a death knight there's no there's there's yes. nothing there there's nothing there. I know some things now. We have done a little bit of research into my past and where, you know, how I came to be. Um, but it is not accessible to me. So I have stories to go off of and, and I can kind of piece together a little bit here and there. But uh, it, is, it is more like hearing about somebody else. So I, I want to pull on that a little bit. So you said you have some stories. Are there are there any that you're comfortable sharing with with our listener? Well, so they they are not my proudest moments. Um, okay, you know, being being Death Knight, um, there is some bad history there. Um, we were well, I, I say we. Um, but but tools of the scourge and people have very many bad memory of things the scourge do and what death knights do and um you know i i i hear that i am responsible for very bad things and oh dear and well you know it is it is just sort of how things go um i cannot control them and you know the the death knights are not mindless undead um but for you know for that certain time we do not have control over what we do um so it is really a matter of just coming to terms with that and i i do know i i used to be called blightbringer um which is not a very nice name wow um, but uh i you know, I, I cannot change that. I, I can accept it and I can work going forward. Um, but I, I cannot change what happened before. Wow. Wow. So you've you've made your peace with your past. And, and by the way, what a tremendous life lesson for everybody listening. We all have awkward stuff in our past, difficult stuff in our past, maybe stuff that we weren't necessarily so proud of. Yes. But you have, it sounds like you've got some maybe heavier stuff than most people. Well, you know, I don't, I, I don't particularly like to weigh trauma against trauma because everybody has different experiences that affect them in different ways. So, you know, my, my things being sort of nasty does not mean other people did not do, you know, nasty things for them. And... There's there's no sense in in weighing that against another because we all have to deal with it eventually, and everybody's journey is is their own. That is that is so wise and and what a great great life lesson for for me and and for all of our listeners. That is that is great and thank you for being so open about that. That's that's amazing. Of course. So, of course, Velmek my probably my very best friend in the world 
is a, is a Draenei priest, and I'm so yes. happy that you met him and his wonderful family. Did did you did you enjoy meeting him? Did you get to spend much time with him? Oh yes, very much. Um, I he he tell me all his adventures in um, the the pinnacle of purity. Uh, he he tell me this whole long story about getting treasure and ringing bells and. Um, it, it was sort of funny listening. Uh, it it trips up many aspirants as well. Um, but but we oh, did so have that, yes. So that's a good. That's right because you're serving in Bastion. You would have been yes. pretty familiar for, with with all of that. Oh yes, very much, very much. Um, and we we did have a little not not a meal because you know people being dead in bastion we don't you know they don't really do big fancy meals and of course i don't eat real food but um we did have little sit down and we chatted and um it it is funny because uh tilly uh she reminds me very much of a friend of mine uh she is warrior she she is named theoria uh uh-huh. they they have similar um how how would you say hotheads oh, yeah okay little, yeah little bit hothead yeah um tilly is you know i've 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 met her a couple of times and uh she yeah, she's got a bit of a temper on her. Uh, you know, it, 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 she's a sweetheart, and De- cousin Demesis and her are obviously very much in love, and that speaks well, a yes. lot for her. But yeah, Demis- uh, Tilly, it just always seems to be ready for a uh, ready for a fight. She yes, uh, this is yeah. this is Look- very much like Theoria. Ah, okay, so so you kind of knew how to handle Tilly. Oh yes. How, how do you think she'd do in a? Not against you, obviously, but how do you well, think she would do in a fight against a Death Knight? I mean, Death Knights are very powerful, right? I mean, you're very, very powerful. Uh, well, you know, we we have lots of training, and we have you know these these special skills that we work on. Um, it is really hard to say. I did not spar with her, so I I do not know her capabilities. Um, but Theoria certainly could give me a run for my money. I think. Um, oh, okay. And well, so, Tilly, <laughs> yeah, Tilly's a scrapper. There's no question about it. She is, yes, she is yes, definitely a scrapper. Yes, yes, <laughs> and and the the ability to fight dirty, uh, that can go a long way. You would be surprised. Yeah, yeah. I've I've heard I've heard the stories. Obviously, Velmic has shared uh, a lot of uh, his experiences with uh, with Demesis and Tilly. And uh, <laughs> wow, yeah. So going back, well, I'm so glad you got to meet them and get to know them. And isn't isn't cousin Demesis a sweetheart? Oh, so sweet, so very sweet. Um, it is just uh, it is so nice to see um, such lovely. When I meet lovely Dranai like this, it makes me feel more at home, and and gets me sort of to feel back. Um, back in touch with roots um because i do not remember much of my own and so when i see other dranai um living their lives and being good and happy and being sweet and it it reminds me where i come from so that leads just so well into the question i i i had in my head for you uh, yes Death Knight is my understanding is you didn't really, it sounds like you didn't have a choice in becoming a Death Knight. It's not, it, 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 you don't think it's something you chose. No, I don't think so. Um, it, it is hard to imagine actually for a Draenei. I think a lot of older Death Knights too, I think they, they may not have had choice in matter. You know, when we are raised, we are raised, and then we are that night, and we go and serve the master, the witch king. And I don't remember it. I assume it was, you know, not something I chose to do. Um, but it it is what I have to do now. 
it's sort of where I'm stuck. So this is this is great. Now there is no Lich King right now. There no, there is no. there is no Lich King right now. No. Given that there isn't a Lich King, are there other career opportunities available to you now, or is it once a death knight, always a death knight? Well, I I am not too sure. Um, mostly, I think death knights have abandoned behind Mograin, um, which is is fine, is normal. Um, I suppose is next sort of um, the next logical step. Yes, um, uh-huh. and 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 just because there is no Lich King, you know, our well, it's not secret anymore who Master was before. I think yes. I can say yes. So Bolvar, and I, I I think many people still look to him. Um, very respectful. Uh, from what I can tell, I what I have figured out, you know, I believe at one point I was um, on track to become vindicator. Really? Yes, I think that is. I think that is why you know I come to uh, Death Knight Dom <laughs> with um, such great skill with the plate armor and the great sword. Uh, they are they are weapons of vindicator. And, uh-huh. and, you know, I, I cannot say for sure because uh, sometimes, you know, life takes you unexpected turns. Um, but I, I do think that, I do think it is in my history. And I am not sure that I can ever take up that mantle because, you know, I'm dead and um, not really sure how light feels about this. <laughs> Uh, so, so you're, so you're, as a Draenei mm-hmm. and and a Death Knight, yes. And it sounds like that's it for you. You're going to be a, 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 that. You, there are no other career choices open to you. Um, you you obviously you spent some time with Demesis and yes. Velmic, and of course Tilly is human. Yes. Um, yes. Uh, do you find yourself comfortable among other Draenei that are not dead? I want to. I want to word this care. Are are they? Do you find that they're comfortable around you? Are you comfortable around them? Um, I am comfortable with most people. Um, I, I, you know, I believe everybody has something to offer me. Um. I am always willing to learn. Uh, mostly you will find people are more uncomfortable around death night because, you know, like you say, you were expecting very somber, very solemn, uh, very exclusive club. And some people are not comfortable being around dead at all. Um, especially, you know, you know, I am not forsaken. I do not belong to the horde. Um, and they may be more used to seeing, you know, the undead walking around. And I, I think maybe it is harder sometimes for Alliance peoples to to come to terms with. Well, we've actually um, we we've actually had uh, 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 you know an undead here uh, on the show, Coldorn uh, Solcris. Uh, oh. Shout out! Shout out to Coldorn. <laughs> um, so, but yes, you're right. Coming into this, I was. Uh, I was coming in a little intimidated, as I mentioned. Uh, you know, I was, I wasn't expecting someone so personable and so open. And I am so pleasantly surprised, and I'm so glad, and, and really, really thrilled and excited to have you. You know, to have you here. So you don't you 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 were on your way to become a vindicator. So I was going to ask do you: Do you yes. remember? family do you remember life before and i think you've kind of already answered that question um so let so that that kind of brings us up to today you are you're serving in bastion and you're yes. serving the kyrian mm-hmm. uh first of all how i i velmic has just give us given us such beautiful descriptions of bastion how do, how do you like bastion Oh, Bastion is beautiful. 
is beautiful in ways I did not know something could be. Um, the, the rocks are iridescent, there is pure water flowing, there are golden fields, and um, just wonderful little kitties running around. <laughs> and it is, it is, you know, I, I do not know what I believe in before, um, you know, in, in terms of afterlife and what comes next. Um, but if, if I had to pick um, what I would hope the afterlife would look like, um, I, I think I would have pictured something much like Bastion because it is so peaceful and beautiful to look at. You know, do I, I guess I, I know that uh, it doesn't, I guess it doesn't surprise me too much that you don't think too much about the afterlife because Dren and I are very long, long lived. Right? Yes. That's, and of that's course, true. yeah. And of course for you, that's not really even a thing to think about anymore, I guess. Right. No, it sort of goes on and on and on. <laughs> it just sort of, sort of goes on and on now. Um, so before going yes. to the Shadowlands and you were a death knight and I, everybody, all our listeners, and, you know, we all have a pretty good sense of the mission of, uh, uh, of, of death knights. Yes. I was wondering, so the Kyrian Velmic has explained to me uh, that their jobs in the afterlife is to escort souls from life to afterlife is yes. that, that is that your understanding okay all right yes, yes as a death knight you sent a lot of souls to the afterlife yes yeah, and i and i mean that in the nicest way i don't want to offend you because you're very nice but you do have that enormous oh, no, sword and I, you're big yes I, um, yes I do okay is it strange being on the other end of the process. So, uh, you know, you started out, you were sending souls to the afterlife. Now, now are, I are you actually escorting cult souls to the afterlife? Well, you know, I I sort of wish that were the case. Um, but, you know, as as you may or may not know, I, I don't know how much news has come back. Um, but currently, there there really is no flow of souls through the, the four covenants. Um, I, I do not know how this was accomplished, but um, the way things are standing right now, souls are all being sent to one place and one place only, and they are not supposed to be there. Um, but some may be, but it is not, it, it's not meant to be their final destination, as it were. And, and this, is the, this is the maw that I've heard yes. about. Yes, this is the maw. All the souls currently um, are being sent there. It has been going on for some time. Um, I am not too sure of the timeline, um, but you know it, it has been long enough that it has been causing problem for all covenants to do their jobs, and um, it is it is really sort of sad because you see all these people that you know de deserve peace or a a better afterlife than they are being given, and there is no real way to help them. We we cannot bring them out to the mall. Wow. You, you know, obviously, as you can see by looking around Half Hill, it's a very mm. small town, very out of the way. So we we don't get a ton of news here, which oh, is a weird thing for me to say, given that I do a news show. But, you know, the only news we get is what comes to us. I'm not a I don't like to travel. I don't oh, feel yes. safe. traveling. So no, um, traveling is very dangerous. You are smart. <laughs> so I I tend to just sort of let the news come here thankfully for people like you and and some of the other guests we've had so so yes. you're not escorting are the Kyrian are they actually out of work at this point is that what's going on well you know there is always work to be done the Kyrian who are there they are always you know trying to be better and training and doing their jobs and you know getting ready for you know their function that will come about we hope soon um you know, there there is a sort of sense there that you can always be better. You can always improve yourself, and I I do like this very much. And but yes, there there is currently you know no souls for them to escort anywhere. So 
you know, as far as that can be considered a job, yes, I suppose they they are out of work in that sense. Yes. Okay. Okay. I was just I was very concerned about hearing potential unemployment in the afterlife, and that 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 was that was disturbing because. Because I actually do think about the afterlife, you know, uh, and I don't want to get there and, and be out of work. I don't think they're going to have a lot of work for a journalist. Um, so you love Bastion. I do. Uh, I do very it, and, much. And, and we're going to talk about, uh, I, we're going to get to the questions from the kids here because I'm sure they're all listening and go, come on, Tashi, enough with your <laughs> thing. Let, let's ask our questions. Ask all um, the questions. Let's let's go. You know what? This is a good time to go to the questions. I think this is great. So, uh, oh dear, they they didn't put names on any of these. Well, that's okay. They they know who else. I will ask them later. You will get the names. Oh, before we get to this, we're we're going to have a little get together. Do I need to let you? Don't eat any kind of regular food at all. No, no, I, I cannot do that. It it causes um, how do you the, uh, the gastric distress? Oh, okay, all right. So no special. I don't have to worry about any special diet stuff for you or. No, no, I no. Uh, no? Okay. If, if, if you do have mage in town, which you, you know is small town, I understand if there is no mage and um, mage food, I can eat. Because that sort of goes away in your stomach when you are done with it, yes? So um, that I can do. But like I say, if you do not have one in town, do not worry. Hey, hang, hang on. Hang on. Dendan? Dendan? Dendan, can you, can you see if you can scare up a mage? A mage. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. He's, he's going to give that a try. All right. Uh, I, I, I want to be hospitable. I want to be hospitable. You have been very hospitable. Well, and and you're just a delightful guest, and and I want to be courteous of your time. And and again, <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure the Cubs out there are going crazy, wanting me to get to their questions. So we're going to start out. Um, I've got oh, half a dozen questions or so, and I and looking through them before the show, I think they kind of cover. You've been to other places in the afterlife other than Bastion. I, oh yes, I, I, yes. I assume. Okay. Yes, all right. When, good. When okay. I went down, they had sort of little problems to figure out all over the place, and so I would just go where they asked me to go. You know, I've heard that, and it seems so strange that that the afterlife has it. You wouldn't have thought it would have had as many problems as life, but it right? seems like it's just it's not that different, huh? No, and everything costs so much anima and. It, you know, working here and there and finding ways to spend your time. It is really, you know, I do not like to say bad things because I am having okay time. But if I were to get to the afterlife and find out there was capitalism, I think I would be very upset. Uh, you know, we have heard about that on the show. Kids, I'm going to get to the questions. I promise, but I'm I need sorry, to pull I on use this thread. I use capitalism and the, kid, the children do not care. Oh. No, 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 no. But we've got other listeners other than the Cubs. So oh. we've heard about this from some of our correspondents. And both Eamon Wetbranch, our war reporter, and Rizak, our whatever it is, business, business war reporter, have both mentioned about the number of different currencies in the afterlife, which first of all, it surprised the heck out of me. I was like, really? There's currency in the afterlife. I know. Apparently there's, there's a lot of them. There really are. I mean, the, the big one, I suppose is anima because as you know, that sort of, it comes from souls and it helps, um, all covenants do their jobs. Everything you do, it seems costs anima. Um, and of course, there is a drought because there are no new souls coming in, right? So everybody is trying to scrounge up here and there a little bit of anima, a little bit of pay for what we need. But then in the maw, of course, there is also come from soul, but um, it's called stygia. Um, I am less familiar with uh, that function. I, I, I have not been to the maw, so I only hear things from other people. Um, but yes, very hard to keep track of, and 
very hard to maintain and oh capitalism inflation costs it oh that, I, that that's that's astounding to me that that is just absolutely astounding to me and when i it heard about it from Eamon and rizak uh it, yeah that uh and and so you you obviously have found that a little bit disheartening uh to find that kind of situation in the in the afterlife what well, were you expecting well, just out of curiosity no. well um gosh i don't know um I think, but not, but not capitalism and currency. Not capitalism, no. I mean, you know, I recently, you know, furnished a new set of armor for myself, um, and the cost of that was. We don't talk about that. Um, <laughs> and, and you can't use, uh, you know, and I, I would imagine you were fairly successful as a death knight, so you probably had collected a certain amount of wealth. A certain amount, and and yes, when I serve in force war. And we, we receive um, quite nice uh, pension sort of thing. Um, but, you know, it, it, it lasts for so long. And, um, you know, now we are, we are balancing other ways to work and uh, things like that. It, the, the pay is not, uh, is not in usual gold like you would expect in Bastion. Um, so we are working out new ways to... Uh, <laughs> Function. So, so I guess the saying is true. You can't take it with you. No, you can't. You can't take it with you, but unfortunately, you're going to have to earn it on the other side. So yeah. that in some ways, that makes it worse. All right. We're going to get to the question. We're going to get the questions from yes, the kids. Yes, yes. Okay. So this, this first question, I think, is Ooh. really on point and is a great place to start. Ooh. And again, I wish the kids had put their names on this. Uh so the Kyrian. Yes. Th this is where you're serving. Yes. Are they really a cult? Uh, cult. So group of people who do, um, who are zealous and do things very fervently and demand allegiance and all of this. Yes, this is cult. It's pretty close, and I guess the it it's sort of because they demand you give up. And I, this is a sensitive topic for you, obviously. But they they my understanding is they demand that you give up your memories. So yes, so this is um it's it's little bit sensitive topic, and uh, you know if I am being frank, um, not man frank, but like honest frank. I Yes. Yes. Okay. Just, just making sure I have this right. Yes. Um, yes. Yes. So if I am doing this, um, I am not sure how I feel about it, um, because obviously, you know, I, I did not give up my memory per se. At least I do not remember doing it, um, but I, I did lose it. It is gone, and. Um, and so, you know, what do you do after that? I am lucky enough to keep my name. So I have my name and I have sort of sense of what I think is right and sort of how I want to be in the world. Um, and so I, I try to move on from there. Um, it is not something I chose to do. So it, it, in that sense, I am different from Kirlian because, of course, they have to, you know, consent to give up these memories to do their jobs of ferrying souls and uh, taking care of them objectively. And I think, I think it is almost noble to do that willingly, um, to willingly give up uh, what makes you who you have been up to that point is very selfless. And because of course it removes the self, uh, you become somebody new. Um, and this is hard thing. This is very hard thing. And I am not sure that I, I am not sure that I think it should be forced on people. And um, certainly it is, it is very hard to, to do that. And you, 
you, you, you cannot make people to give up who they are. It is not... Mm. You, but you see what so I what, mean. You see what they mean. I, I can, I can hear the emotion in your voice as you're, as you're expressing this, and you know, I can see the expression on your face, and yes, your whole well, body language changed, and and I, and I'm, and I, I, I feel badly. I, I knew, or I had a sense that asking the question was going to, oh no, be no, a I, little I, sensitive I, to you. No, I do not want you to feel bad. It is something that demands to be thought about and talked about, right? Because um, it is a very alien concept, I think. So, again, whole focus of this interview or this portion of the of our discussion is for educational benefit of our listeners, but especially the younger listeners out there, the young Mm -hmm. cubs here in Pandaria and uh, younger listeners throughout. What would your advice be, if any, if you feel comfortable giving it to a young person who finds them, not necessarily with the Kyrian, but if they're dealing with a, a club, a group, an organization who says, hey, if you want to be part of this, you need to give up who you are. Oh, goodness. Do, would, would you have advice for them? I think... I think I would say that, first of all, if an organization is not respecting you and what you want to do consciously as a person, uh, you should walk the other way. Just walk away. Because there is no cause so grand that, there is no cause so grand that you should sacrifice the things that make you who you are. Especially if you are still alive, yes? Because if, when you are yes. alive, that is you. You own your life. That is yours. Nobody can take that from you. Nobody can take your consciousness from you. That is yours. You keep that. It is sort of what I do now you see, because I have lost my memory and I, do not, and, I, and I do not have sense of that person anymore. But because I can go forward, that is me now. So I can accept responsibility for things that have happened and then I can take steps in my now life to counteract that or to be better going forward. And if, you know, if the, and if there is an organization that you believe in the cause of that, um, that does require something big of you, um it must be your decision i think that is my advice whatever you decide to do it must be your decision and nobody else's what what great advice cubs and and all the younger listeners out there i really hope you listen to carefully that 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 may be outside of make your own turnip that may be one of the wisest things anybody has ever said on this show so Valoria, thank you so much. That was great. I promise we're going to lighten this up a little bit. Uh, That was a great question. So Kyrian, definitely a cult. Be careful. I think (laughs) I I crystallized that pretty well. So, okay. (laughs) Moving on to the next question. This one's going to be fun. Uh, Do the Venthyr really throw the best parties? Oh goodness! And you you refer to here, I think the um, the Ember Court. <clears throat> uh, oh, the Ember Court. Okay, all right. Thank you. Did, do I, they throw the best parties? Um, you know, <laughs> I I do not know for sure, um, because things you know, I have not been to one, right? So I cannot say for certain, but. Every time I hear some description or another of, you know, different court appearances, they are always different. They're always different. One time I will hear that they are fighting all over the court and and they are spilling drinks and getting into fights and just all around sort of being crazy. Not in a bad way, but in sort of a let's have fun and throw everything at the walls. And 
But then next time I will hear that it is very formal party. There is much tea drinking and everybody wearing nice clothing. They uh, keep everything nice and clean and very formal. And I cannot really tell if, if I am being played prank. So, so it sounds like it, de- de- it depends on what your definition of the best kind of party is. The best kind of party in the week, I suppose. Okay. (laughs) All right. So so the answer to the question, do the Red Venthyr really throw the best parties? It sounds like it depends. Maybe. It depends. It depends on what you're looking for (laughs) in a party. Yes. Okay. (laughs) All right. So um, move on to the next question here. Uh, Okay. So here's a question about. Maldraxxus. Now, um, we heard uh, uh, Velmic shared, uh, as, as a matter of fact, that's where uh, Cousin Demesis, and I don't know if they told you, that's actually where Cousin Demesis and her wife uh, Tilly got married. Uh, oh, my after, goodness. Yeah, that, well, that did, Tilly, Demesis had a very close call in uh, in an arena fight, um, oh, trying oh. to defend Tilly, and it was just this whole romantic thing. Anyway, that's where they got married. But it it doesn't sound like a terribly pleasant place. But th- here's a, a it, and and here's a question about Maldraxxus. Yes, is there? Now I wonder what the person who wrote this was thinking about. Is there any nice place to have a picnic in Maldraxxus? Well. Mm. I suppose um, my my return question would be: Do you like bones? Do you like bo- do you bones. like bones? Okay, bones. you're going to have to explain that. Bones and the blood. Okay, so here is the thing about Maldraxxus, right? On surface, it's kind of nasty to look at, right? Because it is all sort of death and glory and bones and blood and prove yourself in battle and you will be big, great warrior in afterlife. And some people live life like that. So yes, I can imagine sometimes people find you know good purpose in afterlife going to Mount Raxus. And I will say, if you are not squeamish, there is, a, I think it is south. It is, at, it is at one of the far ends of Mount Raxus, right? And you have to go through this very big um, ancient skeleton. It is a rib cage, right? A spine and a rib cage. And the ribs come down. It's like a big archway, yes? And wow. If, if you go through that, and it is sort of, it is not big, like tall. It is just massive creature. And the tunnel is sort of small. And there are many mushrooms inside, which is gross. Um, but if you go through there, there is big lake just on the other side. Beautiful big lake. Well, beautiful. You know, it is made of blood. So, oh, Jesus. Oh, de- depending on it's your. It's a lake of blood. Okay. But it is a lake, you know. And so when people want to have picnic at lakeside or whatever, there is lake. It's just this blood. But it is, so very, you... it is very quiet and very peaceful. And. Probably because nobody wants to go through gross mushroom tunnel, but um, is there? Wow. Okay. So if you're okay, so whoever asked this question, if you're interested in laying your picnic blanket and setting your picnic picnic basket down next to a lake of blood, sounds like there's a place in Maldraxxus for you. I'm going to have to ask Belmick about that. He, I'm sure he would give that a very interesting review. <laughs> going on to the next question. Oh, look, this is perfect. This couldn't have this couldn't have happened any better. Oh. You brought up mushrooms in this yeah. in this place, and yes. and I actually know where this question is coming from. And this uh, this young cub obviously listened to the show. Uh, apparently, Ardenweald mm. is famous for its mushrooms. Really, and and actually taking trips. Velma kept telling me about that and saying you'd take trips in Ardenweald. Taking trips? With mushrooms. Right. Have you heard this too? Taking trip on mushroom. Have have you heard this about Ardenweald? Well, 
listen, the, it is hard and weird. All sorts of things grow there. So yes, mushrooms, of course. And I, you see, I try to avoid areas with many spores. Um, is that an just, allergy thing? What what what's what's up with it's, that? It's just I don't, I don't trust them. Spores. I don't, I don't trust spores. No. Okay, we we need to talk about this because I wouldn't have. Is is it that you find them threatening? What what? We, um, I, I can't imagine that a Draenei Death Knight would be threatened by a spore. Well, you see, it is just. Um, I do not like the idea of carrying something on me or in me, um, and so I I do not like walking through spores or disturbing mushrooms. Um, I I I think I think Vermeck may have been talking about tripping on mushrooms. This I have heard. This I have tripping. Heard. Tripping. So so Velmic when he described it. So this is look where I don't drink myself. I don't do any kind of uh, that that sort of thing. But obviously, I am. Neither do fun- I. Yeah, and I'm. I, I think for different reasons. I think, um, the um, uh, so when Velmic was describing, and he kept telling me about taking trips on mushrooms, I was like, yes. "What are we talking about here?" But it sounds like they were actually. It was it was a method of travel, uh, oh. and 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 it, 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 some sort of a travel network via mushrooms. Uh, so you haven't you haven't experienced that in Ardenweald because you're not comfortable around spores. Spores, yes. Um, no, I, I guess yes, that is correct. Then, if he mean actual travel, I do not know anything about that. Um, huh. perhaps, perhaps he mean real trip. Huh. Wow. I'm. 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 I'm sorry. I'm so fascinated by the fact that you're. It's not a fear thing with spores. It's just it's it's a preference. It sounds like it's um, not a fear thing, right? Um. Well, maybe a little. Maybe a little bit. Really. They are. What? <laughs> That's so interesting. I I and I'm not making light of it. I I, ju- I just think I'm I'm so are fascinated. It, it, it it's. It's exposing a level of, or it's sharing a level of vulnerability that I would not have expected from a death knight. And and you, throughout the whole course of this discussion, you continue to surprise me and amaze me, and I'm oh, so happy well, about that. Well, um, boo. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You, I, I wish you hadn't grabbed for your sword when you did the boo, because that 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 put a that put of a bit of a that put a bit of a point on the boo. No pun intended. Uh, that, that like a point of yeah. sword. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah, yes, I see. Uh, I am sorry. I uh, did not. I did not mean to frighten. Not really. That, that's okay. You you were doing it with humor, and and I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um. So you okay. So, so we've talked. Okay, I, I think we've uh, I think we've put this uh, the mushroom question to rest. Yes, please. Okay, going on to the next question. Oh, okay. Now I don't know that you're going to be able to answer this next question. Oh. Um. the 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 question is, is the maw as scary as it sounds? So, it, so you said mm. you haven't been to the maw. No, I haven't. And um, you know, uh. Is sort of by design, yes. The the maw is meant to be place where you go and you are there, and you do not come out. Um, hey Tosh, how you oh. doing? Hello, Jan. Jan, I'm I'm right in the middle of an interview. Hello, um, who is this? I'm sorry. Hey, how Hello. you doing, Jan Iron Jen? Nice Hello, to meet you. I am Floria. I'm well. Hi, how are, how are you? you doing? How you doing, Floria? I'm I'm sorry to interrupt. Tosh, were we? Uh, are we doing a show today? No, Jan. I, Jan, I left you a note. Oh, you leave a lot of notes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you you weren't home, and it was the it was the only way 
that we could uh, that that was the only way I could get a hold of you. I couldn't I couldn't reach Irie. Yeah, she's organizing another rally. She oh. explained it to me, but I didn't really understand it. So, Valoria, hello. What a, what what do you do? Well, uh, I am Dranai. I serve in Bastion in the Shadowlands. Oh, I just went there. Did you? Where did you go? No, I went to the maw to to uh, report you... on maw running. Do you have you done that? It's a pretty interesting sport. Have you given that a try? Wait, you went to the maw? Yeah, yeah, I went to the mom, the sports reporter here on the Hatfield Report. Yeah, Jen's Jen's our Jen's our sports reporter. Yeah, I just said that, Tosh. Yeah, I know. I heard you. So I'm the sports reporter, and I heard about this sport in the mall called mall running. So I went there to uh, to report on it. So have have you done that? Have you given it a try? I I am I am sorry. You say you have been to mall and come back? Yeah, is that a is that a big deal? How how did you get back? Well, I, yeah, it's a good question. I don't actually remember. But, Wait, but it, Jan, 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 it, Floria, Jan yeah. played a lot of sports, and he he got he got hit in the head a lot. Hey, oh. I don't think that's a very nice thing to say. Oh well, wait, yeah, so you... but it's it's true. Yeah, it's still not nice to say though. Oh, so he has memory problem too. Well, I wouldn't call it a problem. In some ways, it's kind of nice, but yeah, I, I have I have a little bit of memory issues. You, I got you hit know, in the head a lot. <laughs> yeah, we just know, we just said that. You know what? Yeah, I understand completely. Oh, that's good. I wish I did. So, so you haven't done the the mall running. So, no. Tosh, what what's what's going on today? Are we are we doing a show? No. Jan, we're not we're not doing a show. I'm I'm in the middle of an interview. Get, can okay. can I can I get back with you later? Oh yeah, sure. So uh, I guess I should just go. Yeah, yeah. You should probably go. <laughs> okay. Nice meeting you, Floria. You you have a nice day. Okay. Hey, Josh, don't leave so many notes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, Valoria, I'm I'm so sorry about that. Jen Jen is a great guy. I love him to death. He, it okay. It, <laughs> no, you, you got what you. I think you got a pretty good sense of who Jan is. He's totally fine. Do not worry. Okay. Yeah, he's a great guy. He really is. He's a great guy. He seems fun. He, I, you know what? He is. He's a real treat. Uh, not not the brightest. You know, he he's smart in certain ways. It, which is really fascinating because his wife, uh, Irie Freeflower Ironchen, is is yes. so smart and she's so into. It. How those two got together, I uh, I'll never understand. If you think Tilly and Demesis are a little bit of an odd couple, oh no, I understand them quite well. Uh, okay, <laughs> I'm so. Aren't understand. they a delightful couple? Aren't they wonderful? wonderful. Yes, I'm, in, I was in so fact, happy. Yes, um, Teoria's wife actually. She is very much also patient and kind and sweet. So they, I, I do understand very well how that can work. As for Jean, you know, perhaps, perhaps he just have um, a big intellect. He, you know what he's got? He's got a huge heart, and uh, yes, and, yes, uh, heart, heart, <laughs> and, and yeah, and knows and knows sports. I got to tell you, knows way more about sports than I'm ever going to know. Uh, but uh, so I'm sorry for the interruption. He's a great no, guy. Okay. I'm, I'm always glad to see him just not in the middle of an interview. He's all right. So, so, so you haven't been to the mall. And I guess this last question is, uh, and, and we've heard a lot about this from Eamon Wet Branch. Uh, mm. Have you been to Torgast? No, I have heard, I have heard stories. I have not been. Um it it is something that maybe perhaps I will have to experience at some point. I really would like to know how Jean got back from the mall. Well, uh, you know what? I'll I'll see if I I'll see if I can find out the next time I talk to him. It's just mystery. Yeah, he, yeah. It would be it would be a fascinating story. Normally, he does live remotes, so uh, oh, I you see. know I'm I'm hearing him, you know, on on a radio. So how he got there, how he got back. 
you know, it's anybody's guess. Jan always seems to make it work. He has traveled the length and breadth of Azeroth and now into the afterlife to cover sports uh, and and how he does it and how he gets those stories together. It's it's amazing, but he's a great addition to the show and I love he's him to incredible. death. Cost a yes. fortune to feed. I will say that. Oh yes, dwarves do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just just a fortune keeping that guy in food. Mm-hmm. So Ed, so there's not going to be an answer to the question about Targa, Torgast. Whoever mm-hmm. asked that, I'm so sorry. Hopefully, we'll have a guest on uh, in in the future. That uh, or you know what, Eamon can tell us everything we need to know about Torgast. Although I think it has uh, created a little bit. Uh, I think it's added to Eamon's drinking problem a bit. Oh. Yeah. Uh, it, it sounds like maybe he hasn't had that, that great of experience in the Maw and Torgas. Right. Well, that is all the questions. Floria, yes. this has been an absolute delight. I am so glad you came on to the show today. I am so glad that Velnik told me and that you were ready to offer me an interview. It's very flattering. Well, I have never it, been it, interviewed before. <laughs> Well, you know what? You'd never guess it by me because uh, you were so open and so uh, uh, and so pleasant. Uh, and again, not what I was expecting from a death knight. And maybe that's maybe that's a big message out of this whole thing. Don't go into any sort of an encounter with another person with any preconceived notions as to who they are based on what little you might know about them. Do you, th- th- does that sound like good advice to you? Yes, I do think this is good attitude to have. I do try to have this attitude as well. Um, but um, hmm. I think if somebody says they do not like pineapple, you should judge them. Yes. You Oh, okay. So that's your... That's your uh... Well, that's kind of your your test there as to you're going to have some preconceived notions about somebody mm-hmm. because they don't like pineapple. I have had some of the best pineapple upside down cake, mage cake, of course. But, mm, you know, I do not know how one can not like pineapple. Yeah, hang, hang on a second. Den Den. Den Den. Den Den. Yeah, did you find that mage? <gasps> yeah, the mage. You found one. Would you make sure that he has pineapple upside down cake? No, pineapple upside down cake. Fantastic. Thanks, Den Den. Appreciate it. We'll be down there in a little bit. Did you hear that? We're going to get you some pineapple upside down cake. You have made my day. <laughs> well, you have made our day. Floria, I want to thank you again. We've gone on for a bit. You've been so generous with your time. I want to I want to wrap up the show here. Um, yes. a, a, quite a while ago now, we had a guest on the show uh, who coined the phrase "make your own turnip." Yes, and you what? Before. Okay, so so the the meaning of that for those who might not have listened before or heard the show before, Make Your Own Turnip really has come to mean around this show, uh, make your own, create your own space, pursue your own dreams, uh, seize your own destiny. And it's become a very meaningful phrase here around the Half Hill Report. And so what I would like to invite you to do, I'm going to give you the last word on the show. Oh my goodness. uh, And and I'm going to invite you to uh, give whatever th- final thoughts you would like to give and then invite and remind all of our listeners to make their own turnip. Oh my goodness, this is big responsibility. Um, all right, I will do my best. Listeners of the half Hill Report of all ages, races, sizes, and shapes, I am Floria, and I want to remind you that Only you can decide the course of your life's path. The choices you make must be yours and yours alone. And whatever you create, it will be beautiful because you made it. This has been the Half-Hill Report. And remember, make your own turnip.
Thank you for listening to this special edition of The Half Hell Report. And we want to thank the wonderfully talented Salt Elemental, also known as Zef Bonesprite of Twitter fame, for bringing her amazing talent and her character of Faloria, a member of Netherguard Guild on Wormrest Accord, to the show. The Half Hill Report will be taking a one-week break next week, but we'll be back the week after that with our regular format. The Half Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com.